Hey, creamers. Hey, just a heads up that uh, Matt's audio gets real fucked up in uh, about halfway through this episode. Uh, there's a few minutes before we noticed it and stopped to fix it. So, um, yeah, just uh, heads up on that. Sorry about that. Anyways, stay creamy. Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends with better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt. Hello. Hello. Zach. And uh, we're a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows. They're cool. What would, uh, what, what would maybe what? some of those shows be called, Derek? Yeah. Uh, there's the Be Kind Rewind, where they just did an episode about one of the greatest films of all time, Heavyweights. B-movie. Um, there is uh, uh, Chew Bubblegum and Kick-Ass. John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Uh, there's over books about books. Boom. Um, and... Uh, Starting on Monday, there's going to be a trailer for a new show on Ooh. the network uh, dropping. Bang! Bang. Uh, bang. I'm putting that out here there now so that I finish editing it. Bang! Bang! <laughs> bang! Bing! Bang! Boom! Um, bing! Bang! Boom! Yeah. Ah. So, um, I'll, I'll I might cross post that trailer on our channel, Definitely. but uh, my my wonderful partner Anya has started a podcast called This Could Be Gay. About the gay possibilities in pop culture. So basically about times when there was not queer representation in culture, but there absolutely could have been. Mm-hmm. And so you should Hell yeah. Know. When there was the ripe the ripe fruit of mm-hmm. of a beautiful gay story, yeah. but it was it was left hanging on the vine. Yeah. I, I recorded an episode talking about the golden lovers. So uh Hell yeah. watch for that. And it's gonna be a real good time. Been editing the, the episodes that she's recorded so far and they're really fun and good so ev- even if you're not gay you're allowed to listen okay i was gonna listen secretly i was gonna be secret about it but now i can it's, now now i'll listen to it it's an experience experience all all of us gays are familiar with doing things in secret <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Well, uh, I also want to thank all the cream pies for checking us out. Thank you, oh, Cream no. Nation. No. <laughs> Wait, are we calling our fans no. cream pies now? No, we're, I, Derek yeah. can do whatever he wants. This is America. He has the right, but I, I think also we had a rogue. Oh, I think we just, it. I think we just had a rogue nickname going oh out there that, that had to get that had to get caught 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 in the it, web. I didn't know we're getting that vulgar here. It's it did. As we talk the, about the, jizz, like forty percent of the podcast. Little it's, Debbie oatmeal cream pies. Yeah, you didn't say that. You just said you you took out the oatmeal part and you just want little debbie's cream pie it's so what kind of, if we start calling our fans oatmeal cream pies it's kind of like the <laughs> japanese word bukake has another just original meaning does it, it? it yeah it means like to splash oh um, there's, nice. a type, there's a type of ramen that's called bukake bukake udon um they just drop the noodles in there and let it splash pers- all over like, you you, they like splash a like broth over like over top the existing one that's like a different oh. flavor or something like that. I don't remember Ooh. exactly, but I read like this article about a um, Japanese. I would search ramen. it, but I don't want to search that. Right. Do it. I read. I well, read this. Well, if you search for bukake udon, it'll come up. But um, yeah, like this Japanese chain of like ramen restaurants had to like figure out what they were calling it in America because they can't call it bukake. <laughs> Yeah, just they call, call it, it they mass, call it, just call it, call it mass jizz udon. I think they call it BK udon. Okay, or, uh, uh, udon. Oh, 
Mm. I love me some Burger King Udon. <laughs> Dude, BK Udon sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, well, this is not a sexual podcast or a ramen podcast. At so. least not intentionally. Not, not a, as Dungeons and Daddies calls it, not a BDSM podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but isn't wrestling just BDSM? Wow. I mean, I think, when I demolition think, was there, of course. But yeah, I think I think we're kicking this actual we're kicking this episode off on a fucking uh, hot topic there because I do think the school store. Yeah, dude, hot topic actually is cool. I remember one time, one of my favorite <laughs> memories, actually one of my favorite memories of my life, is uh, a person uh, working at Hot Topic when I was trying, like I was a teen who wanted to go in there earnestly. Was it Matt like, Bond? Get shit. And then my dad, but my dad went in there with me because he had to drive me to the mall. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you get pretzels? Uh, maybe, dude. I would definitely am a food court guy for did you sure. See Tyler, something. Yeah, was Tyler there? You no. went to Wetzel's for like seven years. Jesus. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Is that uh, the but, record? But the the, the I, person working at Hot Topic, the person working at Hot Topic, tried to get my dad to to like try on these fucking like it was called a one legged pant. Oh, it's it probably like Dev Dog. That sounds like a, a Dev Dog. It was move. just that, a lo- it was a long fucking does. like uh like thin, you know. I mean, basically you would consider it maybe like a long skirt. But like uh, it was <laughs> the were, single it, pant. It was a one-legged pant that had like you can like button up the sides and like open it up and shit. You don't My need dad, to say like, one-legged. You just have to say it was a pant. <laughs> I don't it's know, just, man. It's just weird that it was yeah, it's essentially a skirt, but it has it's for men, so it has to be a, a one-legged pant. Yeah, and then my I think my dad was just putting off that energy that was like I'd rather be a sitting taking a nap in the chair outside uh the like store cuz yeah. just fall asleep and we go to the mall. Tight. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know, it was a fun time. It was a classic fun dad move. Classic dad move, dude. Falling asleep at the mall. I forgot what I was initially talking about. It was something about hot topic and <laughs> I think I think I'd started on wrestling, but now we moved yeah. Away, so it doesn't matter. I, I ruined it. I ruined yeah, it. Yeah, now we're going to give a bukkake of wrestling to all of you, cream pies. Yeah, we're oh <laughs> we're about to just sling a bunch of wrestling uh, conversation at your face. What a wrestling ropes at you. I'm I'm gonna have to go into our settings like uh, for a podcast, yeah, and like find out what's past the explicit tag. <laughs> That's us. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're six minutes in and we fucking already hit that E. We got that hard E on the episode already. Isn't it weird that E is normally is for everyone when it comes to video games, but when it comes to podcasts, it means not. It means don't let your kids listen. Yeah. It means they talk about secret swears and other stuff. Jizz coming. Milk and Vaseline. Breaking uh, it down to practice. Um, um right? Speaking of raw, speaking let's of jizz, let's raw. hit it raw. Speaking of BDSM, watching raw feels like I'm I'm just being dominated and whipped constantly. Yeah, but there's but there's no gratification afterwards. Oh no! Oh my yeah. god, the fucking end of raw was oh my fuck. Oh. I, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. This is not a thing I'm going to defend without watching it. I will. I will. I'd love to hear you try. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean. Out- because did anything else even of note happen? I know that yes, the ending is uh, being widely panned. But like um, other than, uh, want to know the wild shit though? Huh? Highest rated quarter in, on the show ever. <laughs> no, ever. For, that ep- for that episode. I mean, dude, try to yeah. fucking predict. You know what I mean? Try to predict well, how. Usually people... though, what's what's wild is the the top of the hour, like of hour one. That's gonna be usually what you get. Like that's gonna be your most people. 
then people mm. kind of drop off as it goes. But the highest rated fucking quarter was the fucking end with Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler in a really shitty, like, I don't even want to call it B movie, like core movie, like D movie. It's not even on Netflix. It's like on fucking, uh, what's that? YouTube? Like, for, well, what's like the free one that you movie? Have? Yeah, it's on movie that. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, like, what are you going to do? I love the idea. I'm always going to root for the company who's trying to add supernatural elements to my wrestling. I will always root for you. I will always want the best, but it's never panned out well unless your name is Mark Cowley, the Undertaker. And I, I was reading an article, I think it was on Cage Side Seats, of why the Undertaker worked. Number one, like he always evolved his character. He had the gloves. Number two, he had the the boot covers that matched his glove color and his Ah. tie color. Um, He was a very fashionable, like, 1800s undertaker. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, he was like dead daddy. No, but also it's like he could go in the ring in a very physically imposing presence. Like he had something mm-hmm. that just drew you like around him, and then also Paul Bear, just the whole package just worked. And then as shit like kind of went on, he evolved the character into this weird demonic like thing. He turned to the American badass, and then kind of came back to this like weird middle ground. But it it all worked because it, it evolved, and then he was like in the ring, he was good. Yeah, he Where was, was like, he was scary with the lights on. That was the di- yeah. that's the difference. Like. Watch that Survivor Series. He comes out in full light. Like, it's not like he had the entrance and stuff yet. And he would, like, people were still scared of him. Yeah, I had a, I have, I had a nightmare as a very small child of uh, him uh, putting me and my dad in a body bag. I remember this vividly because he used to do that to jobbers. And it's like when he, like, around when he first debuted, he'd put him in body bags. And that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't want to get put in a body bag, especially as a child. Fuck mm-hmm. that. Like mm-hmm. as it's a weird thing because he was in reality a kind of a com- like a comedy character, but like the only other person I could think of that was like actually like kind of scary with the lights on is fucking Boogeyman. Like, oh he yeah, was, he was just unsettling. Like he was legit yeah, yeah. unsettling. Yeah, and even like the way he would walk, just like shaking all crazy and shit. Yeah, I, he was, had that kind of he had that old world fucking like scare to him. And old as, man, weird shredded body. Yeah, yeah, 40 years old and then just fucking massive. As a non-wrestling fan, I was scared of Mick Foley in the sock. Mankind. Like yeah. mankind. Mankind. Well, I, well, I think yeah. I think the sock. mask was scary looking. For sure, dude. Pre-sock mankind when he first debuted and they'd have like the, the fucking like violin music and shit. Oh, when he yeah. was with Paul Bearer, like oh he fucking frightened me. I in, in, I remember like the match in uh in your house mind games against Shawn Michaels. He's ripping mm. his hair out. He's jabbing his leg with like a like a syringe. Right. Right. Cause they said he was like he he's was unhinged. Wondering. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Dude. You know yeah. who's you know who's scary now though? Dexter's He's really scary. Yeah, dude. It's, I'll tell you what's scary is having your heartbroken. Your, is, yeah. Having say, your heartbroken is scary. Confronting your own emotions is actually a pretty scary or this is like times. They're booking like this angle like a teen movie. Yeah, it rocks. I love right. it. it and oh, okay. is the we'll CW. Get, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to that later. Let's okay. we'll fucking complain about Shada Baser and yeah. Alexa. Okay, so everybody that was fortunate enough not to see it, um, Shayna Baser like was on the fuck was what do they call it? Alexa's playground. Alexa's playground. Alexa's playground. Yeah. Yeah, and so she's out there fucking acting like an eight year old, but it's like this creepy eight year old. Um, it's like the kid from The Conjuring. I just watched The Conjuring three. Yeah, I watched the movie. 
Devil made you do it. Tight. Yeah, the devil, devil made me lose do control. It. Oh, Jenna's not the devil. Jenna made him do it. <laughs> Foosball's the devil. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, that movie, right? Kathy Bates fucking won't like. I Yo, fucking, I'd scared. listen to her. Okay, wow, wow, wow. Back on shit. the tracks. Back on the tracks. Back on um, the tracks. She stepped on the fucking doll. Because like this is stupid. Your doll is just a doll. Steps on it, and then spooky things start happening. Apparently, beep, 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 beep. like the lights, oh, like, dude. The lights do like something dumb. Then like apparently the like, doll controls the pyro team. Like they shot fire out. Like you know, and then she goes in the back, and it's like fucking light. Like electricity is going out. Lights are going out. She keeps seeing the doll in the mirror, but it's not there. Then she punches the mirror. It's in the wall. God. It's like fucking Hogan and Warrior back that, in the night. Exactly. Please, if you have a chance, go rewatch that segment and listen to the way that I don't even remember who it is, but it, someone yells, "He's in the wall!" and it's the funniest thing in the world because, like, he's no, he's in the mirror, <laughs> like not the wall. I think that. So, what is this going to? What is this Lily thing going to culminate to? Well, they're making some big swings. Like, yeah, like you're saying, like, basically, this doll runs the fucking whole program. And, and like, a couple of weeks, they can't do some of this shit anymore because they're going to mm-hmm. be in front of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing is that, like, this is overflow from Bray, and Bray's been gone for a minute. And, like, are they going to tie these things back together? Like, I don't know what's going to happen. It's weird. It's Somebody's like, going to have to debut or something because, like, Bray can't, like, fight Alexa. Like, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Except so what Bray, if they, like, accept this? Imagine Bray this. could this. fight a doll, though. Picture this. The two of no, them don't, across. Don't fucking put that in the fucking air. Across well, Kenny the Omega did it and you didn't give a shit. Right yeah, because five-star class. That doll is a fucking champion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the two of them across the ring, Bray and Alexa, and they're just doing fucking like hand like wizard like things at each other, and then like oh, and then it's just, over. It's the South Park thing with Cartman and then the other <laughs> yes. psychic. And then, but like nothing happens, no production things happen except for like five minutes in, like Bray just falls to the ground and like has like a like he clutches his head like I lost. Your name, lost. your name is Matt Stone, so of course you would uh, bring a South Park angle. <laughs> I'm just the... trying to, I'm just trying to save the fucking, I'm just, just trying to uh, save the gimmick here. Just a, uh, just a like a match with no production. That would, I would and just love like, that. Ning, 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 it would ning, be very ning, funny. Ning, yeah, they're just like shooting terrible. like invisible laser beams at each other until one of them loses. Yeah, I'd watch it. It's weird. Like, is Shayna gonna fight Alexa? Like, the, I think she's gonna the, fight that doll, dude. The thing out of that everybody I to fucking put into this role, exactly. put the shoot fighter in there. Yeah, yeah, I. That's the thing I don't like is NXT Shayna was scary. <laughs> like, she was legitimately show up looking like Baron Corbin's twin and just fucking just <laughs> yeah fucking beat ass. Like, dude, it's the curse, man. I feel like if you if you kick so much ass in NXT, if you're so unfortunate to catch Vince's eyes in NXT from all your great work, oh, it's just uh, oh, it's just a death blow to you. But that's the thing is like it's not that anyone catches his eye; it's that he hears they're good, they get called up, and he, without referencing their previous work that got them there, Mm -hmm. decides what he wants to do with them. He's yeah. like, oh, these people are putting up numbers. 
Remember oh, when on my show. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa were in the middle of the feud in NXT, but teaming on Raw? Dude, like the biggest feud in wrestling. And they're like, oh, let's actually like bring them up as a tag team. And God bless them for doing it. They did their best to try to make that. And they were like a, a tag sense. team? On Raw, but on NXT, because it was like still taped like like four episodes at a time. They were like in a middle of a blood feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like on Monday, you have this, and Wednesday, you'd have this. Do you remember? Al- I mean, Alistair Black and fucking Ricochet team. <laughs> I actually really like that a, team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have cool, been something. Cool team. Yeah. But yeah, this Alexa stuff, it sounds bad. I know I've been talking about how much I like it without watching it, but like it's, it, it sounds terrible. I don't know what they're going to do with it. They do this thing where it's like, there's no way they can end it they can there's no way they can finish it without it being bad the only thing they can do they have at this point have to basically follow the like horror movie franchise tropes that they don't understand that they're following and reboot it and like go back to being like gritty you know like like the original version of it like cut out all the extra bullshit they are going to be in philadelphia soon aren't they probably um, they could. Uh, it's probably gonna end like a terrible, somebody, gritty. Is a, is a good oh, okay. Joke. I was like, I was in the middle of coughing, or I would have, I would, <laughs> I would, I would have acknowledged you like Roman Reigns, but I was coughing. I would have acknowledged you like Rey Mysterio, acknowledge Roman Reigns with the cane. But uh, no, he. Uh, it's probably gonna end up like somebody's gonna burn the doll, and then Alexa's gonna go back to normal, or maybe like Nikki Cross, like that'll be the feud that like saves her, and like her best friend, quote unquote, is the one that saves her. You know. Yeah, hope Shane eats the doll. Okay, <laughs> dude, piece by piece with a fucking uh, steak and uh, the knife like, and fork. No, no cuts. No. Just her oh, sitting in the middle of the ring, like just on the mat, a raw doll, eating dude. a doll. I would love that. I, I wanted to end like it, it's gonna be. There's my shitty idea. Um, I might be tapping into my inner Russo with this. Oh, um, well so, then, then bring Russo in. Let him. Let I'll, him tell us. I'll, I'll let. I'll let him hear, and then he'll go from there. Um, okay, so do you remember the feud between Al Snow and the Big Boss Man, where the Big Boss Man cooked up Al Snow's dog? Oh, <laughs> oh no! And then Al Snow ate him. Mm-hmm. And it also Pepper, happened. Was that once... the name of the dog? Yes, it was Pepper. And then also that happened once before, where Earthquake smashed one of Jake's snakes and then made him eat snake burgers. Yeah, um, but. They were pretty so good. that happened. I'll tell you, it's the best meal I've had in about a week. I've been on a venture. My meals have just been Jack and Coke. I'd rather carry it around in my stomach than in that bag. I'm actually legally not allowed to carry it around anymore in the state of Florida because of animal cruelty charges. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think he's probably on some fucking PETA watch list. Oh, oh he, he, literally has list. A, he literally has on animal, my watch list, dude. I'll he, tell you that. He literally does have animal cruelty so, charges from like 10 years ago and so he um so Shayna makes alexa eat eat the doll and then they have a dollhouse match and it's like just like they construct a like dollhouse cage kind of like the punjabi prison and then they have to eat the cage with separate rooms but then there's a bunch of like instead of yeah separate room let's go with that too um but instead of the dogs in the kennel from hell match it is a bunch of just fucking dolls just fucking hanging out. Maybe haunted, maybe not. They bring Annabelle in. Fuck it. Yeah, dude. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I, Anna, Annabelle would be a nice like celebrity pop. Yeah. <laughs> and and a bunch of wrestling buddies. 
Yeah, a bunch of old wrestling buddies. Chuck, Chucky, Bride of Chucky. I guarantee. I mean, yes, you're right. That is a that's that's good bad booking, but that's probably better than what they're going to end Chucky, up doing. Former WCW star. That's really? right. Oh I wonder God, if dude. it was actually what? Oh, what's that actor's name? Something Dorn who played Chucky. Oh, Brad Dorf. Brad, Brad Dorf. Dorf. Uh, Dorf. Yeah. Dorf. Yeah. He just uh, actually get him into. That'd be sick. He's a good. Chucky, how, about, how about having a promo off? Yeah, dude. Chucky Finster. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything so else on Raw? We I mean, want to go. Uh, like, Drew McIntyre, bro. Uh, we can talk about them too. Drew McIntyre uh, sorted a table apart. That's tight. Yeah, dude. Contract signings oh, yeah. are boring Fuck. as shit, dude. So you bust out a fucking broadsword. Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Enemy. What was he gonna His do ass? with it initially? Butthole. Was he like, gonna sword Bobby? He's gonna murder him, dude. <laughs> but like, okay, like seriously, he didn't come down with the sword. Same with Ray Mysterio in that kendo stick. I like that how Pat McAfee fucking say, like, where did that kendo stick come from? Like, I think there might actually be magic happening, except it's just summoning weapons. Yeah. Maybe it's like Thor's hammer. I'm rewatching all the Marvel movies right now. But maybe it's like Thor's hammer where Nolinger? just summons it <laughs> with his mind and his hand. Maybe. Yeah, that may be stooge stage hand. Well, yeah, then, that's the reality. No, I'm saying they should have said that. Like, oh, like, oh. they paid off like a stagehand. <laughs> that's a very Russo thing to do. Like, <laughs> just acknowledge it. <laughs> just acknowledge something that doesn't actually help anything by acknowledging it. <laughs> you know, bro, they got to know it's it's fake. And so it was one of the props guys. He came out and he's like, hey, here's your sword. Use this sword and then pretend you're going to cut Bobby Lashley. It's going to be great, bro. But then we're going to have a sword on a pole match and the winner gets the sword and they can use it in the match. I mean, yeah. But if you get a sword and you don't cut someone with it, what's what's the point of it? Because it's a sword. It's cool. Like Everybody loved Games of Thrones. The throne games. They loved Games of Thrones and swords and dragons and shit. Why aren't we doing this shit on our show? So that we got magic, we got swords, we got just canes coming out of nowhere, and not cane, the one that I made famous. We're talking about Singapore canes, that bullshit <laughs> like Paul Heyman did in ECW. Are you gonna are you gonna have dragons? Yeah, we're gonna have dragons. We already had lucha dragons before, and now we're gonna have and real dragons. Ricky the dragon steamboat. He mm. was a dragon. Did you see when he used to spit fire? Mm. <laughs> oh, Vince. Get out of here. Uh, I'll be back, Matt. You can't fucking get rid of me that quick. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Apparently, all we got to do is pay you the right amount of money. And you'll I'll leave. do anything for money. <laughs> but no, it's, it's you know, it, it seems like Raw is on there. Uh, it, you know, the little here, like end of pandemic Raw is, uh, is going to go down in history as some bad, bad, bad Raw. Um and I don't really know if we necessarily need to. We have some fun shit we can be talking about. That's some um, fun shit, dude. What's what's really funny though about even this like era of raw? It's not even the worst era of raw. Well, well, I mean, time will tell. Honestly, I think they're on a pretty fucking bad streak. It, right it now. is. This is still not Constable Corbin era level. Like, remember well, when they, the, you, the McMahon's came out and said, "Yeah, this has been bad." <laughs> Might be. 
I think it's gotten worse. I think it's gotten worse since since the moment that they're like, now you're the authority. That was like what two years ago at this point. They fucking have gone downhill. Except for Roman Reigns. Well, that, I mean that's SmackDown. That's but, SmackDown. Oh, oh, there was some there was some cool stuff that happened, especially like with Bobby's like a uh, Bobby yeah, Bobby's ascent and Drew's ascent. Um, also the like the early mid nineties Raws were some of the worst ones. Yeah, they're bad. They, they're bad. They would. They would tape like four in a night and it'd be like fucking techno team 2000 versus like the new head shrinkers or some shit. You know, it was bad. And like four million people watched it. Yeah. Four million people got tortured with that, too. And I loved it. I <laughs> loved it. Yeah. I mean, Kofi is in a cool thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier Woods is fucking like getting to sh- like show his shit, too. Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. Um, so it seemed like there was a whole and to be fair i haven't i didn't i didn't uh i skimmed through the recaps of raw but mm -hmm. so matt riddle locked his fucking uh his fucking uh his fucking uh scooter he locked his scooter and couldn't find the key Uh, no it was uh he locked his mouth shut locked his mouth shut yeah let's move on to fucking smack that dude yeah (laughs) let's move on Oh, Viking Raiders are now the number one contenders for the tag titles. Who are the champs? Street Profits? No, they're on SmackDown. <laughs> there are no, no champs. It's, it's no almost an AJ Styles. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. Right. Mm. I, I knew that. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. They're going to hold them until eventually Riddle and Orton win. Omas is, is really fun. Like, he, he has a lot of charisma. Like, he, like, he has just, like, timing down and stuff. Like, he plays a His really... His character is so, like... It's still weird because like they're heels, but like his like he just looks like he's actually having a good time. <laughs> so it's cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad one of them is. <laughs> See, just watching you cough on mute is just really funny because <laughs> you just don't hear anything. Zach was coughing, and <laughs> it's just like it's like you see somebody just like looks like they're dying, <laughs> like kind of convulsing, but it's silent. <laughs> Um, smack smack it down the roman j jimmy stuff is so fucking good Mm. it's full of like it's full of gaslighting and family guilt it's like but it's like it's so relatable because it's shit like that but genuinely genuinely it's like it's like how real fucking narcissist it's, it's genuine genuinely how fucking narcissistic fucking family shit works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're really killing it. I, I love it. Like, God, ro- like Roman, like I, I was starting to get like, not like tired, tired of this whole like gimmick and stuff leading up to WrestleMania. It was just kind of like, okay, time for change. And then like, he's stepped it up even then since then. Like, it's great. Mm-hmm. He's, like He's like now so cold and calculated and like, manipulative and just like it just amps it up and like he's like so disrespectful mm-hmm. and he says everything in such like a way though it's like oh, motherfuck i just kind of just have to go along with it don't i yeah, yeah. like how i like it seems like this week they finally found jay's breaking point of like i'm tired of this and then roman puts it all on jimmy being like look what you did to your brother we're supposed to be family and now he walked away he walked away that's you you did that you did that we had a good thing going here and then it actually fucking cut to G- to Jimmy a little bit. He's like, "Man, I didn't mean to fucking do that to my to my to my brother. He's technically like my little brother because I came out a minute before him." 
Yeah, and it's just like, especially like with Jimmy, he's like, dude, like you, like to Jay, he's like, you got to make a choice. It's like, I'm your brother. Like, like it's always us against everybody else. And it's like, don't you see what this fucker is doing for you? And then like Jay even was like, had the realization this week. He's like, I fucking know. It's like, I get it. But you were gone for a year. I had to do something to survive. Mm-hmm. And so like, so good, dude. that was honestly probably like, this isn't to sound weird. The best thing for both of their careers is when he was out for a year because mm-hmm. it forced Jay to step up. And then when Jimmy came back, if he was not at that level, then um, yeah, he would have he would have disappeared. And yeah, so, no, yeah. And he had to come out swing it, and he has knocked that out of the park every time. Um, people keep talking about who's gonna finally take it off Roman. I want Jay to. That'd I be want really cool. That'd I be- think. I think that would be a perfect culmination of this entire story. Like Jade finally gets tired of it. And then they actually enter into a blood feud. Um, Gotta be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you know, I'm not even mad about that at this point, you know, no. Brock, <laughs> I Brock miss going, Brock. Yeah. Brock going away for a while. Like you do start to miss him a little bit. Like yeah. I don't want him to be the same. I like, I don't want it to be the same thing, you know, as it was before they have to they have to find a way to like shift it a little bit well it'll be a but, story with paul it'll be a paul on a pole match it will brock, be a paul on a pole match be the, brock would be the baby face yeah which is and crazy like, i would want it to be at least like a best of three because i would want roman to get a win and be like i'm well he always beat brock never mind never mind he always beat brock not always. Not at that WrestleMania he... that we watched for eight hours at my house. <laughs> that very was bad WrestleMania. The one time where he should have beat him and he didn't. And we was... all were finally like, okay, let's just get this over with. Let's get the belt on him. And then he didn't win. And that's the one where Brock throws the belt at Vince and you just hear Vince, asshole! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love um, it in hindsight. Actually, I don't know if it'll be Brock. Like, right now, nobody's built up enough no to, one. to take it off of Roman. And yeah. so, like, you got to heat somebody up at uh, some point. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they, they were very close to having Kevin heated up, like, when it was in his feud of taking it off of him with, with uh, Ben. But, I mean, can't. I mean, maybe yeah. of returning Daniel Bryan, you can really heat up Cesaro. Um, his stuff uh, this last week was, I thought, pretty cool, too, with yeah. the Dick Hello stuff. Um, it was great. To it be seemed honest. pretty funny. Yeah, um, you know, but the so they've been talking about though how uh you know rumor around the internet would would have you believe that for SummerSlam the the current you know strong belief is that they might be bringing Cena in for for a, a program with Roman. I think how much more fun would it be though? And I understand the story's not the money's not there the same, but it would be great if they built up a story for the Brock Lashley thing. Like put the put those two together. The bun, no, the money. The thing is, the money is there for that. Like that put that is, together. So that, it's just that not is, the same as like the Roman. Roman's just the hottest shit going on right now. So the, that's what they're going to want to put Brock with. It depends. So a lot of what's going to happen with Roman depends on if they can get the Rock to agree yep. to a match. Yep. If they have the Rock agree to another match, um, which he would, just it all depends on his schedule. It's not necessarily mm, yeah. Dwayne personally not wanting yeah. to wrestle. He yeah. does want one more match he does want it with roman but yeah. that's the match you have to make and but what production company is going to pay to ensure this guy to go fucking wrestle if they're if he's filming a well, movie well and maybe his yeah 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 like if and it's coming thing, out of his pocket one thing i learned rewatching furious seven last night in the movie theater it was tight um 
Dwayne loves his family. Yeah. So he would do it for family. He loves it almost as much as he loves a Terramano. (laughs) Terramano, but it's great. Terramano. It is good. Um, But yeah, like I want to see Roman Cena. Um, Last time it it was underwhelming as far as the match, but that's where like John shot on him. Yeah. Gonna have to learn how to do this, kid. Yeah, it's it's called a promo. You got to learn how to do this, kid. And now he can. Like, and John Cena will reference that. It also helps so much when you have Paul Heyman there. Yep. Like writing your segments, being just being in your ear. Like mm-hmm. Paul Heyman has made it so Brock uh, Brock Lesnar well, him too, but so Roman Reigns like I was saying last week uh, isn't going to go on like in the ring in the middle of the show. He is going to be the first segment and he's going to be the last segment. Mm-hmm. He'll do backstage stuff in the middle, but if he's coming out, it's first or last mm-hmm. or both. Yeah. And so just having Paul there, just fucking spewing this shit to him <laughs> is so great. And then Paul like writes everything for his stories. So that's why his always feels so different. It's like why Brock stuff seemed to live in a different universe than everything else. Mm-hmm. You can't wait I until just... Roman starts cucking someone. <laughs> oh it'll be jimmy or jay huh oh, oh no. no oh no because no, that's family yeah yeah dude well, well yeah but i mean their their significant other wouldn't be family but yeah not not by blood yeah no. in-law just there's a roman naomi story uh, <laughs> see that's where i thought you guys were going with it that's what I'm, i mean hey if that happens i'm i i'm worried I'm worried that WWE won't recover. It's like, oh, you took the best story ever, and then you really upset everybody. It's like, Paul, here's the thing. Your kinks are getting in the way of business. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You We're not to kink shame you, but come on. Yeah. What do people talk about a lot? Uh, Cucking? Ho- Hogan and... Uh, Bubba the Love Sponge? No. God, what's his name? <laughs> Macho <laughs> Man and Elizabeth. That whole thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, let her, I wouldn't let her leave the green room so no wrestlers could talk to her. Elizabeth if I started talking to wrestlers, I'd become violently angry. See a man, a Hulk, come and fight me. Bone saws ready. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we spent a lot of time on Roman. Like, he because, deserves. Yeah. He deserves it. Because what else is going on other than fucking Otis looks like Otis from fucking... Uh, smooth what? Otis. Dude, I hate fucking Pee Wee's fucking big adventure, at Otis. Dude, bike's not for sale, Francis. What, fucking what? Francis out there. You got Francis out here with fucking Chad Gable. Yeah, Chad Gable. Dude, Shorty G and fucking. Francis. I'm glad they don't like. They just like don't reference Shorty G. <laughs> just like That's Chad Gable. Man. Poor Chad, dude. Poor Chadrick. Hey, he's on TV and wrestling every week now, so. Yeah, no, I yeah. could be could Good be for a him lot now. worse. Better for him now. Short, the whole shorty G run is what I'm thinking of. Like, Just fuck, in the sucks. weird basketball uniform for whatever. Oh, poor poor guy, dude. Sometimes you gotta take your fucking licks because that sucks. It's like we have an Olympic wrestler, like the most just like obvious gimmick ever. Like just make him a legit, you know, like shoot fighter. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's gonna wear big <laughs> shorts. Like <laughs> They have missed with Gable ever since he was in that tag team with Jason Jordan, and he wasn't the son. They fucked up American Alpha so bad. Like, they, they like. 
Didn't they beat the Wyatt family with Orton to win the titles? Yeah. On SmackDown? Yeah. They should have had just such a fucking massive friend there. That would have been cool. But yeah, they fucked him up. Now Kurt couldn't keep it in his pants. It was it was it was like part of their they wanted to get Jason Jordan over, but part of it was also a rib on Kurt. I believe the whole thing was a rib on on the fucking viewing audience. Yeah, it was a very specific rib on Kurt Angle for that one. Which I feel like, speaking of people being ribbed, I swear to God, it's like, did for did, your pleasure? Did fucking Corbin or Nakamura piss somebody off to be stuck in this time loop? To be stuck in this ever, this ever. <laughs> this match has been going on for four weeks. Oh my! It's like a month long, and it's every week the same thing. Rick Boogs and Shinsuke keep stealing that crown. <laughs> Like and I think that they've like like beaten each other both like yeah they each have two wins yeah seriously it's like it is not it is the the segment that time has forgotten and it just is stuck on our fucking on our show oh every week. actually it makes so much sense now because like they're gonna have the battle for the crown they're probably taking away King Corbin's king and it's like it's an easy way for them to, it's like a way for them to get out of the gimmick to change him up. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, at what point are you going to either pull the trigger or give us a couple weeks of fucking rest from it? Uh, next week. That that is your answer. It's next week. <laughs> mm. No, I, yeah, next week, and then the week after that. What a random person to get called up and paired with Shinsuke, but it just fucking works because they both look just out of their minds. Mm. Just a couple weirdos, dude. I love that. Yeah, just yeah. weirded out. Dude, how about fucking? How about Dominic getting fucking ye- getting fucking yeeted? Dude? Yeeted, fucking yeeted out the ring. I loved it because it's like they filmed it in a way that's like you knew there's a crash pad, but they made it so you couldn't see like him like crash do something. Right, it's like don't show us the magic, but we know he's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love that's like awesome. Roman just getting his ass beat, but still just beating ass too. And Dominic <laughs> comes comes in to try to save his dad and just gets fucking needed to hell. <laughs> I mean, damn, dude. Raw, Raw just needs to watch SmackDown and figure out what shit. Just have, like, they, I mean, they had it when Paul Heyman was there. Like, stuff was starting to kind of pick up with certain things, and certain people were getting the the the, the shove. And well, yeah. <sighs> so that I mean, yeah, like the main roster shits going. I think as we get closer and closer to, I think they're just in a kind of a holding pattern right, right. now. I think as we waiting. get closer to, it seems like because they want SummerSlam to be in front of like a a packed ass arena, uh, and I think that's going to be their kind of from things I've heard. Right, it seems like that's going to be their real WrestleMania this year. Is, is SummerSlam? Yeah. That's what they want. So I think yeah, we're in this holding pattern where storylines are kind of being held in place till we can get to the big, the big with the way big show. It's going to uh, be uh, Money in the Bank's the first. It's going to be like the first pay per view in front of people again. Oh right, and, and so that's probably when they're going to really go. Like that's when things are going to be start moving. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're, mm-hmm. we're they're still trying to let people on the train, but then they also release the train. Yeah, exactly, dude. Toot toot. Hopefully, this budget situation's getting uh, <laughs> figured out. Everybody's saying I'm too expensive on the indies, and I was asking for like twenty thousand dollars, but like I would have taken fifteen. <laughs> this is the, like there's the, all these people like kind of saying like oh that's like ridiculous like yeah that is a ridiculous asking price but he should be asking for it because like 
he doesn't need to do them. And if someone wants to pay him that much, then sure, fine. Like, yeah, it's like Ray Mysterio used that's like 20 grand. When it's he was like, on the Indies. you can, you're fucking Braun Strowman. Like, you're not going to be able to ask for that a year from now. Like, I said, take advantage of it. But, like, uh, yeah, I don't know how many places we'll see him popping up. But, yeah, but if he doesn't need it, then. Like if you're gonna get a payday, might as well make it worth it. Shoot for it, the fucking moon, brother. It would have been funny if he went the Matt Cardona route and just uh showed up at ECW or GCW and attacked Nick Gage. <laughs> and then Nick Gage just shot on him. I he would did. watch that. I would watch Nick Gage versus Braun. I'd I'd pay whatever fucking money. <laughs> I I would be cost. fascinated by that match. <laughs> I would. Just deathmatch Braun. I get real I'd, into it. I would like to see Braun in a deathmatch. But he'd be so much bigger than everybody else. That's what's like one of the problems with Braun is like if you take him to like Japan, like he's gonna be like a foot taller than Ishii. Yeah, it'd be so much bigger than even like their big hosses. Well, yeah, because like Bad Luck Fale is the big show of New Japan, and he's six (laughs) six. Like Braun is bigger than their big show. Yeah, Braun's a shoot like six foot eight, six foot nine, and work fucking seven. But he is like a fucking like massive human too. Where like Foley's just kind of a like a big tall guy. Braun's jacked. Mm-hmm. Oh, he shredded as hell. Um. So did anyone get a chance to? So we're obviously we're recording this on a Saturday morning. Did anyone get a chance to watch Dynamite? No. no. I Tell watched us what a little you bit. saw. I was food shopping. Well, I mean. Sorry, the extent of what I saw was fucking Christian Cage beating Angelico, which was fun. I bet because uh, Angelico is really good. He's yeah, very good. Yeah. He's very good. He's very good. And then Cody came out with fucking uh, with fucking old uh, Brock Anderson, and Brock Anderson looks like a bad guy in a fucking frat movie. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I think I fell asleep. I mean, fucking Brock, Brock Anderson looks exactly like his dad, but like his yeah. dad has always looked old, like. He looks like the young version of his dad that we've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've never seen before. Boat shoes and all. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, does... he's dressed just like he's in the Four Horsemen in the 80s. He looks very racist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like he's in the Four Horsemen in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just fucking on speed and beer. Um, It does seem as though that... uh. That it does seem as though that Miro and, and Evil Uno actually had a very fun match. So I will have to go back and watch that. Going in Raw was like watching Dynamite while doing their SmackDown recap, and they were they were into that match. Like they like were just struggling to pay attention to the recap that they were actively recording because that match <laughs> really? was on. I, I I do. I mean, I I honestly think this is my favorite iteration of the you know of the artist formerly known as Rusev. Like I think this is this feels the most like. Miro, the guy, just getting to fucking actually like take off the the, the harness and just fucking run wild on him, and I, it's fun. I, I do love like Miro constantly thanking God for how destructive and good at wrestling he is, and how hot his my favorite is. thing. Just yeah, don't bring in Lana, please. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you. We have a good thing going. Maybe we should just let it lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let it let let it do its thing right now. We don't need to retread we don't have to go back unless she comes in and joins the thruple of her penelope ford and uh kip sabian now that would be fun 
That'd be fun. Except they already kind of did that with Lashley, and we can't keep doing this. Yeah, I know. I, that's why I was. That's and, what I was referencing. Yeah. Uh, we can't keep doing it, unfortunately. But yes, yes, can't the world keep would doing love this, it. Daniel. We can't keep doing this, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm looking through. I'm looking through the. Uh, I, I'm looking through it. I honestly can't say that uh, any too much crazy shit happened on Dynamite, and I'm so eager to talk yep. about NXT because we have yeah. the wonderful pay per view coming up. Let's do it. Let's get into NXT proper. Go ahead, Matt, Zach. I was going to say, before we get into that, since we'll have uh, TakeOver to to touch on, in UK, we have Mako Satamora. Oh, yeah. Ray for the NXT UK women's title. And it was a fucking great match, and everyone should go watch it. Yeah, we watched it last night. It genuinely was a fucking fabulous match. It was like a, it was like the, it was like half of the whole episode of NXT UK. They gave it so much time. It was such a fun time. Kaylee Ray is like a good fucking asshole. She she's been really good, um, for a while. It's just like it's been hidden, but she's like like stepped up her game even more. Um, and she's just been having some awesome matches. Like her whole title reign's been like super fun. I remember at first being a little bit like, ah, goddamn. Okay, well we'll see where this goes. And it ended up being really good. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT UK is like, it's just a, such an easy show to watch. The wrestling is always very good. And um, yeah, just sometimes it's a little hard watching certain people on there. That's sure. Right. One of the things I'm wondering, because I, I really, that that was the first like NXT UK content I've taken in in a while was last night watching that match. But they don't, because they're not doing their own dedicated uh, papes right now, are they? They don't have like NXT TakeOver in your house or like, you know, or NXT UK TakeOvers or anything anymore. They have, but they, in the past, but uh, right now it is. Yeah. Like, since pan- I'm thinking since pandemic, they haven't had their they, own They were shows. supposed to have um, TakeOver Dublin like right as pan- like pandemic hit. Mm. So have they been doing many title switches just on NXT UK or is this no. been kind of have they been in a holding pattern for like um a year? well I mean it's not necessarily a holding pattern but it's like Walter still gonna, the who's UK. gonna beat Walter yeah Mako right. and yeah. Mako do now and then yes. before that it was Kaylee Ray's been holding the women's title for a while and the tag team titles are really the only ones that have switched and now and it's not on a, often yeah and now it's on what's that pretty deadly pretty deadly they're 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 fun. I they, they just like their look fucks me up because mm. they uh whatever Oster said in the group chat and there was like four different things that they could be and all of them made sense. Yeah, are you they, pulling it up right now? Oh, their faces yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah. Look, it does look like they were photoshopped heavily for this uh, picture, but I think that's just what they look like, right? They so were. That, they look like they were face swapped with each other. Like that yeah. thing where it's like it's a where it's like a really good face swap, but something's just not quite right. That uncanny valley thing. They have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Zach sent a picture of them. Um you just have to look Google pretty deadly NXT and you'll probably find it. Um I said it looks like a Netflix version of Game of Thrones. Um in Which is called The Witcher. <laughs> yes. An Icelandic pop group, Dragon Force. Yeah. Yes. The Icelandic pop group, I'm thinking specifically of what I imagine uh, the robot unicorn attack song. Um, (laughs) I'm imagining what that band looks like in my head, even though I've never seen them. Mm. Mm. Like that dude with that long white hair singing, Always I want to be with you. Yeah, that's 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 what I imagine. I used to play that game so much. Yo, it rocks. I might download it. Um, yeah, fuck me too. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, that rocks pretty deadly. It's weird looking. I <laughs> I hope fake. I hope I do hope I hope that uh that Mako gets like just a fucking awesome rain and fuck dude, like I know it would never happen. I know it would never happen. But man, I would just love an alternate universe where like one night only we do get Mako versus Walter because <laughs> I think oh my god, dude, that I would just love so to, good. I would just love to see this. That Scorpio rising is is for sure my favorite finisher. After watching that match again last night, I'm like, how do you get a fucking sicker finisher than that? You don't. Remember what when? It? What's it look it, like? It's she a like scorpion kick off, to the top she of the like head. She hops off their back and then does like a little. Um, it reminds me almost of like while they're on their knees. It reminds me of like Booker T's scissor kick, and she like hops off their back and does it. And it's fucking sicker than head. D- does That's a heel cool. kick to the top of someone's head. There's no yes. safe way to take that move. It's terrifying. Damn. Remember when Finn randomly did it to Bobby Lashley in the WrestleMania match? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. I'll have to I'll 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 check that out today. I'll watch it. Yeah, dude. Um, it's a good match. I don't know. I like Walter's finish of just pummeling you and he'll beat you <laughs> with just whatever hitting you move. once. Doesn't he have whatever. like 30 finishers? He Every move can be a finisher. Yeah, that's that's one of the Any things. Any moves I love a finisher, yeah. Is that it's like it could just be anything. Hi, Abby. It could be anything. He could just fucking give you a good old whack on the chest. And uh, oh, next thing you know, you wake up. It's been a whole it's been a whole month and a half and your family misses you. And everyone thought you were dead for a minute. <laughs> uh, let's talk about NXT proper. Yeah, dude. Um, let's talk about that proper, dude. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say it proper like that. number NXT 12 US. Let's talk about the American, dude. Let's talk about the real NXT. Let's talk about that <laughs> USA brand, baby. Let's talk about made in America. Huh? Living in America, Philadelphia uh, freedom. Dude, all the, the five, American songs coming to hit. The five just, dudes faced off against each other who are wrestling. Uh, anytime John, Adam Cole's on screen, he just fucking outshines everything. So mm. it's glaring how much like how, like just the Johnny, presence he commands. Oh my! Johnny's God. close in my head. I know he's being a goofball right now, but Johnny's close. Um, but you know who's not close? His Kyle. Name's Kyle. Kyle sucks right now. I'll <laughs> <laughs> leave Kyle alone. I can't, I will, dude. I will defend I'm... Kyle O'Reilly because I've been such a fan of his for so long. That's when fine. He first came in, anything. and you guys were talking shit. I'm not. Dude, I, I never. I talked shit I on Johnny. I I straight up did talk shit on on Kyle his first week. I remember. Yeah. And who's been right about all of them? Until now, dude. This sucks. This really It's gonna sucks. be fine. This is poor yeah. boy. This what, poor boy is no, so poor boy. Fucking... That this is him. This is yeah. Kyle Greenwood. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, when you're standing him up against like Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, it's pretty glaring that he does not have his own two feet to stand on as yeah. a singles uh, competitor right now in does. NXT. I'm not saying he's ne- he doesn't have the pedigree or the history, which is where he's at uh, right now. He doesn't, new cool he doesn't Kyle. do the he doesn't do the pedigree. It no, doesn't. That's gonna it, be Poppy's it, new finishing move. She's a badass rocker chick. It does not hold up to the people that that he's he's like not as an in ring competitor, but as a character, he's outclassed in this match by I think everybody. I, I think that um, as a character, it is just strange. Like I said, it's just an extension of him mm-hmm. and just being a fan of his and like seeing like the goofy shit he used to do in like PWG, like when he was. He would like start randomly like Val Venus dancing, and they call him Sleazy Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take that. I would take Sleazy Kyle over and, Cool Kyle over well, Fedora well, Kyle. Well, the thing is, it's like you should have seen him on like Red Red Dragon, where do like their fishbowl talk like show segments. 
they were just some weird sh- like guys and like that's just who he is is this weird guy mm. but then he just goes in there and kicks ass and so mm-hmm. i like it that's i it. think I'm they like, just i'm gonna he... start wearing a fedora <laughs> Good lord. Okay. We're okay. Not well, there we go. Different phase of the podcast. Um, I was gonna say, like, there's the whole, the old like saying, like, you know, when you're getting ready for a night out, like, you get ready, you put on all your stuff, and then you take off one accessory. Hmm. Kyle hmm. kind of just needs to do that. He needs to take He's off sure one accessory. Kyle looks like somebody who would fucking spray Axe body spray down the front of his pants. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case, dude. That'd be Austin Theory, and we all know it. Yeah. It's, it's both of them, dude. They're sharing the same can of axe. Um, what I what I liked about this segment is uh I don't even remember the words Johnny said, but I loved the words Johnny said. Thank I love um, that Johnny hopped up on the announcer table and was like, move Beth. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah just, I, I I love that in that's how where he chose to be. Like yeah. Like it, there's some weird like short guy syndrome going on with Johnny subtly, and also like he's being a, just the biggest chicken shit. Like I'm gonna be at their level so I can yell at their face, but I'm such a distance that they can't do anything he's up, about it. He's up there being like, "Oh, Karen, can you believe how much fucking Kyle's talking shit? You should choke him out right now." And he's like <laughs> 20 feet away on the announcer's table. Yeah. Um. When. When Adam Cole got on the screen and he said everyone's accolades and mentioned them by name, but did not mention Kyle Kyle by name, that is perfect. It's so like good. it's he just one... referred to him as the guy who doesn't deserve to be here. Yeah, and that is, and then um, Kyle ended up getting in Cross's face, and Cross was like, "Who are you?" Like it is so good. It's such good storytelling. The one thing that bums me out about this whole thing is I know Cross is going to win. And, like, because, I don't know, but I, I want with them you. to do something weird. I want them to surprise me. So, it, the thing is, it might not be as weird as you think. So, some top execs went down to NXT for an in-house show they did, and they're looking for people to bring up. They mm. just released people, and they want people, and they're looking for characters right now. Oh Gary my Cross God! Is a character? Yeah, get rid of Cross with my NXT. And so I would not be surprised if he dropped it and just moved on. Oh my because God! Can you even imagine how they'd bumble the fuck out of Karrion Cross up there? I don't. I, I, don't, I don't think they care. would. I don't think they would. I I like Karrion Cross. I don't. They like would, dude. I do too. I do too. I liked Alistair Black. What did they do with him up there? Yeah, but Karrion Cross put him like, on fucking Raw Underground in his fucking uh, workout shorts. Um. He, Karrion no, Cross they're gonna has fuck. Like, they're gonna fuck Carrying Cross. He has like five inches of height on him, <laughs> and he. I don't just, care, dude. I don't have any faith. No be, faith. He'd be fine. You know. Um, also, okay, yeah. Uh, I just like. I'm. We'll talk about the match when we talk about the match. Never mind. Um, what were you gonna say, Matt? I don't wrestle. But I, I know somebody who I, does. I fucking love this. I I've realized I'm just a full on poppy mark now. That's just something I'm gonna have to deal with in my life. I thought we were gonna get a Candice poppy match. Honestly, you were hoping, dude. But then EO came out, and that was sick. That was yeah. Sick. I miss her. I don't know. There may be a tag match. You know you what? Know, I'm I'm in. Also, I love that Poppy's just like making Poppy X triple eight triple eight shirts. That rocks. Mm. 
Triple H is such a fucking poppy mark, dude. It's like Yo, it, I just see when he sees the badass rocker chick. It's the badass out there. Ryan me fucking brings it. It's the underground. It's the sound of NXT. So I did think. Look, here's the thing. I'm gonna preface this by saying I like things that traditionally seem like bad wrestling. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. We fucking established this. You're a I don't WCW like. Fan, I yes. don't like. I don't care for fucking Paul Levesque or whatever the fuck. Uh, out there being like, so you can just drop an album by clicking a button. That's way that, different than when I was a kid. That's oh, that's bad. not like how Metallica did it. It was that's not how it, Lemmy it, did it. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it was supposed to be just super cheesy. It was. Yeah. It and was. It, it worked. It was kind of. It, it, it was. It was. So like, prefacing that, it's like it's. I think it's endearing, but it is one of those things where it's like, oh man, Triple H, you are when you're on NXT, you're are you are the corny dad. Uh, you're not the fucking game. And I love it. I love a corny dad. Well, sometimes I, we need that, dude. I love that fucking William Regal was there for that segment. That that lets me know that they knew it was corny because, like, he has Regal's no... Regal's great at comedy. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, why have him there, you know? Like, if not, like, to sh- highlight how ridiculous this is. I know. Yeah, that was my favorite thing, like... Just some of Regal's like facial expressions of like, well, I'm just here because you asked me to. <laughs> Poppy's like, I pissed in your tea. I don't wrestle, Candice, but I know someone who does. Uh, Lorkin and Theory. This Pizza. match was awesome. I mm-hmm. love, I love Loloni. Austin Rat. Austin Barry, as my yeah, he, close uh... caption said. <laughs> He, he definitely pulled the, he just, he's like, we're going to have a good match and he, I'm going to push the pace and this is what we're going to do. And Austin just had to do it. <laughs> and it was awesome. Um, and then I liked, like, even though it was a kind of a bullshit distraction finish, I did like how they, the announcers played it up. There's like his experience, his inexperience, Austin's inexperience was showing there. And Oni's a more experienced veteran fighter. And he knew, knew to keep the eye on the ball to get the win. Mm-hmm. You know, Austin did pull a couple tricks out of the bag, though, that I hadn't seen him. Like, he wrestled in a way that I wasn't quite used to seeing, which I will say was like, oh, man, this seems like whatever this guy's doing backstage. Hopefully it's not talking to more 17-year-olds. It seems like he's maybe taking some of that time and putting it in the ring. I think pairing him with Johnny's kind of supposed to, like, elevate him and, like, help him, and I think it's working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also, he is Eric Matthews. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I God damn it. I, it sucks that he, you know, and again, you help people grow. You do. Uh, I I don't know. And again, I'm not following everything. I hope Austin Theory is learning and growing uh, as a human being. But it sucks when someone's so good at being a dum-dum. I love a good dum-dum character. But then if you can't root for them in real life, it makes you be like, mm. yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai. Do, 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 Dakota Kai. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't remember a lot about it, unfortunately. I don't. I don't either. It was, it was, it was, a, it, it was a solid match. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Um, it's just pretty much a setup for when Raquel comes in and started beating ass and shit, and they started fighting. Just setting up the, the big fight, the big mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. I would do the big match. I'm getting so excited for though with Zia Lee versus Mercedes Martinez. I am very. Yeah. I'm very interested in this because, um, especially like. I mean, it being on TakeOver, they mm-hmm. and they have been slow burning Xia Lee. Like, since she got there, like, she's been consistently yeah. getting on TV every once in a while, you know, and would get better every time. And now, like, she's really stepped, like, stepped up so far, but she hasn't been in a match that, like, really tests that. 
you know like yeah let's like really see what she can do and them putting her on a takeover against mercedes is like they think she's ready for something like even like and putting her with mercedes is like okay we're gonna like ensure that she's gonna get a good match like put her in there with the most experienced person possible yeah and see what happens yeah and then also uh there is rumors that mercedes may be on the way back to monday night raw mm. um, oh yeah retri- like retribution dude uh to be uh, the heater for one returning eva marie hmm. well yeah she'll need one what a weird fucking pairing it's an awful pairing but i, I can see it working actually so I think what I'm what I'm taking from that is like we better enjoy this match because it might be the last time we see Mercedes Martinez in something uh, interesting for a while. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, let's get into the in your house card. Let's do it. Uh, um, hit me. Uh, we got a winner takes all six man tag team match for the Ooh, North baby. American Championship and the NXT Tag Team Championship. Bronson Reed and MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma. Cool idea. Winner take all. Very excited to see this. Yeah. I hope uh, Legato Del Fantasma takes it all. I want him to take it all. I but don't I like MSK. I don't think Bronson, so either. Bronson's gonna have a have a hefty reign. I'll say neither of these, neither of the current sets of champions in this match have had a long enough reign with it, but I could see Legato del Fantasma, I guess, honestly getting also the, the match the match to that they still have to make for MSK two is against Thatcher and Champa. So mm-hmm. like for the titles. So yeah. It'll be a fun match though. Uh we we've fun. got we've got uh Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. We've talked about it a little bit. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Do you think Z- we're gonna get to see any more of the like the TN Shaw stuff. Like, I, I hope think so. I do too. I hope it's not just a, I mean, I want it to be a straight up match, but then I want there to be some sort of story exposition going on of where this cult thing is coming. Is I wonder where, yeah, I wonder what was going to come out of the matrix for this. Yeah. I I, oh, that'd be sick. What if he suddenly I, had a twin? <laughs> that'd be cool I would, what I really want is it to like have a clean finish. I want Zaya to win because she I, needs to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm hyped. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, See, this is this is an instance where you can put mysticism into my wrestling, and you're doing it pretty well. Keep it yeah. vague. Don't make it the fucking whole crux of like what's going on backstage. Just give me a little bit of mysticism and let yeah. my imagination wander. Yeah. Uh, we got Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight. <laughs> I didn't com- I didn't commit hard enough to those. I'm sorry. No, your uh, Cameron Grimes was delightful. Your LA Knight was um mystifying. <laughs> um, I've liked LA Knight's promos. Yeah. I love them. This, this, this is the best I've seen LA Knight. This is, this is the most I've cared about him. This was the best one. And that's not talking, an insult. That's a fact of life. That's he was talking life, about son. something specific when he's talking about like just random things. Like it's just weird, but this one's good okay. because he was talking about something specific. And it's like his good cadence and delivery and everything. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, it all makes sense now. It's like, this is why they have him. Um, it'll be a fun match just because it's a ladder match. And yeah. I want to see what kind of dumb shit that Cameron Grimes does. I well, know. No, he's the one going to do something stupid. I haven't seen. Have we seen a cave in a while? 
No, because he hasn't uh, had a, like many matches really. This That's is true. this this match because Cameron, I think, cut maybe the, my favorite promo. I mean, of of the Cameron Grimes character, my favorite Cameron Grimes promo was this week when he was just talking about like how you know Ted DiBiase was telling him like, yeah, you know, I got this, uh, I got the money, I got the flash, you know, but he wants to, but that intensity, and he's like, but when when that bell rings between these ropes, there's no one more focused than me, you know, to the moon thing, but like uh, it. I, so I think what's going to happen is that bell is going to ring and the, the funny, goofy stuff is going to get set aside. And we're just going to see this fucking, we're going to see Cameron Grimes go fucking buck wild on LA night. LA is going to try to keep up, but he's got nothing but a good body. Do you think there's going to be, do you think it's Cameron or do you think LA Knight's going to beat him? Oh, it's Cameron, dude. Cameron's, Cameron's got to be the fucking million dollar champion. I thought it was a great segment fucking on, on NXT when Ted DiBiase came out, reintroduced the million dollar championship, brought down the fucking ladder. I thought it was so funny how they played his music as they, as the ladder descended. It's like, that was unnecessary. But had money and dollar signs on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Um, No, it's going to be LA Knight. Like, here's the thing. You, they just, like Cameron Grimes, they're turning into a baby face. And like, He's not going to win the million dollar championship right as they turned him babyface. Like, that's not a babyface belt. Like, LA Knight is the perfect million dollar champion. Like, because you, you're supposed to hate him. That's a heel ass championship. Stop making sense with this because I will say like, that that doesn't make make you talking head. <laughs> no, it makes so much sense because it, it's true. Like, the only reason, only way a babyface needs to win it is when they win it off of a heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just no, that's I mean, life, son. I think too that obviously like the million dollar championship is not, I mean, it's, it's one of those that exists outside the realm of what their title scene is. Uh, But so yeah, I think LA Knight could actually uh, benefit from holding it more than Cameron could benefit from holding it. That being said, I just want Cameron to have it. Yeah. Um, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. It's Raquel. There's no way yeah, she's for the, yeah, for the she <laughs> two eclipses on NXT. Yeah, she's gonna win. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, pretty well telegraphed how it's gonna go. But yeah, I think it'll still be a good match. I like. I don't feel like since Ember's uh, Matt, return, your audio's off. <laughs> yeah, maybe try. Was the audio bad? Re- yeah, you're crackling up. I'm guessing just like on your. Oh no 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 no! Poppy, say no. Oh, oh no! Can you hear me better? No, no. it's so bad. It actually uh, got worse. I'm actually gonna here. Let's just take a pause for a second. I'm taking note of the time. Okay. Edit it out. Okay. One oh six. Also, take a pause for the calls. All right, let's talk about the fatal five way for the NXT Championship: Carrying Cross versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, baby, versus Johnny Gargano versus Peter Dune. Four-fifths four of, of these wrestlers are, like, incapable of having a bad match. I mean, this is what uh, Russell asked me last night. What are you guys going to talk about? And I was like, oh, there's this Fatal 5-Way match. And literally four of the people wrestling are some of the best wrestlers I like to watch. What were you excluding from that? Karrion Cross. He puts on good matches, though. But I Kyle, like Cross, but yeah. Kyle, Adam, Johnny, Peter, like... They've got a history of good matches. Specifically, Johnny and Peter, that one where that three-way that Kyle was in, I was 
I love Kyle. I love the way he wrestles. I could watch Johnny and Peter wrestle forever. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. I mean that that series of matches. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's super good. I think, yeah. And there's so many like little because of like the 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 history of everybody in their butt carrying. There is so many uh, little callbacks of stuff like, you know, Peter Dune has all the reason in the world to hate everybody who was involved with Undisputed Era. Yeah, uh, like there's just little shit like that. And then yeah, of course the stuff with Cole and Johnny. And you got I, Kyle who's being insufferably fucking just Kyle. So it's like it, you really just got a recipe for fucking uh, you know. If if Cross doesn't win, I would like to see Peter take it. I feel like if if Cross isn't the champion, it's gonna be Adam Cole. I mean that does make the most sense because there's that built-in story where Kyle can be the first feud again. Kyle, Kyle has Kyle would be the, the one to take it off of him. Yeah, I just can't I can't picture carrying losing it right now but if he does that's the the thing about the five way is that he doesn't have to get beat Mm -hmm. sure and they and then they need someone to fight roman reigns they're running out of people yeah i mean that's fucking true but uh except (laughs) please don't get mad at me i want to see i want to see corbin and roman well i want to see it (laughs) i mean wow okay so Here's the thing, you know, my, my like lifelong, like at this point, desire, desire for, I like, Isai is literally quitting the podcast right now. He's gone. Isai's gone. Ooh, that (laughs) hair on that. There's just a hair on his laptop. He moved his webcam down. Now there's just, there's just a hair on his laptop and it's so bad for me. (laughs) Oh, and now, now Isai's pulling his, his member out. Oh, wow. We're just watching. We're just watching he's a, just, a, a. He's just jacking oh. off in front of us. That's wow. weird. Like that one guy. Well, how did the light? How did the lighting change like that? From, from <laughs> oh, I thought this is Omega. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Omega. I have my I have Omega up on my other monitor. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. I apologize. I was not jacking no, off. No, no one was <laughs> masturbating. You say was not. You say would everyone. never do that. You say does not ever. I don't jack off apparently. Nope. <laughs> I meant on camera to us, unless we asked, unless we paid a well, unless we paid him handsomely. Yeah, we haven't ever. I mean, you all just have make to, money. Y'all will just have to pay me because everybody's handsome. Yeah, let's wow. subscribe to go to um onlyfans.com slash slash duck shirt. It's just <laughs> no, it's just Esai fans. Only Esai fans. It's a special thing. Show you pictures of my butt. Anyway, let's talk about this match. I'm sorry I ruined it by talking about Roman and Baron Corbin. Oh, no. I was just going to say, like, man, I would. That'd be a way, like, turn Corbin into the bumbling idiot that I've always wanted him to be and have him get destroyed by Roman. That's, a, you know, effectively putting Roman over more as a heel and effectively turning Baron babyface. Hey. Nobody wants a Baron Corbin babyface around. I do. <sighs> I'm going to yeah. leave again. I think at this point, we do just have to kind of lean into the skid of just be like, all right, fucking do it now. Do it now. Do all the shit that, that nobody slash everybody is kind of interested in and uh, and do it now before we get fans back. Mm-hmm. Um, What are you expecting from the like? So I think, you know, I, whenever I think of a fatal five way, I think of a giant clusterfuck. But we also have five people who are very, very good at their jobs. 
Remember, remember the Super Bowl match? Oh, yeah. I do. I'm thinking of something like that, but With different no because, because Karrion Cross is there. It's a little different, but I'm thinking there's going to be just high octane action for a long time. Dude, yeah. I, that's mm. what I want, dude. I just want a high uh, voltage fucking power trip, baby. There was that, uh, the Extreme Rules Fatal Five way. Uh, a few years ago with Brock and Samoa Joe, um, Finn. Big, I don't even remember. Who, Roman. Big Roman Braun. Yeah. Mm. That match rocked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's going to be like... I, like you could, yeah, I, I'm actually with you, Derek. I think that Super Bowl match that was, you know, for better or worse, exactly what like indie fans would lose their mind over. Yeah, that's like, where like Adam Cole kicked Ricochet in the head while Ricochet was doing a flip. It's legitimately the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I bet that, we'll see some fucking that was, was a takeover. takeover. That was not a takeover. Oh, okay. He did something cool there. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, that he, was just a PWG started, match. Uh, Pan, it's where he started doing the Panama Sunrise again. Mm. Yeah. So it's going to, I and I hope it is that. I hope it is that where it's just like, you know, blink and you miss it kind of action. Yeah, that's what they say for two hundred five live. Blinking, you're gonna miss it because it's so short of a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the people that are and short, the competitors are smaller. <laughs> They're all short. Not like me, W. Morsey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to two hundred five live one time. <laughs> I actually got so incensed that I flipped the table over. You want to answer some questions from our friends? Yeah, yeah, dude. I just want to leave it off on saying that the NXT takeover in your house is going to just be. I feel like that go home show that happened on Tuesday was like kind of underwhelming as a go home to like it didn't. I feel like we're coming into this takeover as a bit of like a. I, I love I I don't know what I'm trying to say is I love when pay, when papeovers like pape papeovers papeovers. Dude, I love when papeovers like this are like a little understated because it just ends up blowing your fucking mind. You know? <laughs> that's kind of what board. I'm expecting. Yeah. yeah. You'll watch it and you'll blow your load. You might. You You're might. You might, you might just jizz everywhere. You might just cream pie your little fucking jean shorts. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just gonna add another thing to the list of potential episode titles I've written. You're gonna cream pie your jean shorts. Cream pie your little jean shorts. <laughs> you cream pie your little jorts. Um. This is from. Questions. This is from Flighty, but last. Uh, who amongst y'all could run an indie promotion the longest before it eventually caved? I think it would take. I think it's a collective. Uh, at least two of us. I think a collective force could actually come up with a pretty good indie show. No, I, be, we all know the answer is me. It's easy. Yes. I could actually keep a, a program. I don't know. Zach has a mind for analytics, though. See, that I don't. That I think are needed for for a a, a proper uh show. And when I'm in the zone, I love organizing things and making I, like scheduling people and doing all that. But I hate talking to people. So I would need Eastside to do that for me. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the four of us together, because I was like, you know, think of a second. I was like, I'm pretty good at like writing storyline, like coming up with storylines and stuff like that. Like I have an English degree, uh, but I, I, I do not get things done. Do not. Do not accomplish tasks. So here's here's the question. Let's just say it all has to be independent. Whose promotion out of the four of us would get would be the first to shut down? 
Oh, probably mine. Only because I'm not good at organizing. <laughs> You're shit. just booking a bunch of like WCW guys no, in that, their forties and look 50s. at but look at indies. Those kind of indies survive forever. They're the cockroaches of of indie wrestling, or those ones that are just like bringing in bullshit all the time. I so do. Matt, have that, yours I, would be really good. I honestly, mine might just go the fucking distance. I think though that like I know myself. I could go the distance myself. If, I, if I'm if I'm booking an indie match. The kind of card. The, if I'm looking at an indie card, that's right. I, I'm gonna be geared towards that ultra violence. I love that kind of shit. And I and it, but it seems as though my might get shut down because I think somebody might die because I'm, I might like you know like one of those things where it's like I'm trying to put together a show. I'm trying to think of everything, but I miss one important thing like hiring a fucking uh ambulance uh, an ambulance to come be on by on site and all of a sudden someone's bleeding out and i'm like oh shit ring Ring of honor still around i'm saying i could go the distance or mine would get shut down because of personal injury because i know i'd like to go big or go home now i just feel i feel like i'd forget to pay people so I, I feel like mine is legit the one that would shut down first. I'm genuinely See, having I'm having anxiety I, thinking about booking the show. <laughs> I think I would go into debt because I would not be able to not pay people. Yeah, I would like just you'd, be you'd, like you you'd make sure that they got their fucking paycheck. Yeah, after mine would just be dry. like my like sponsorship list would just be the biggest list in the world because I would that's all I would do is just get sponsors. Chip cookies, crumble. Crumble cookies. Yeah, I wouldn't delegate sugar cookies. I wouldn't delegate enough. So, yeah, legit. I legitimately think mine would be the first to shut down. I think, (laughs) but I, you know, talking about this though, I think the four of us could put on a good indie show. Someone who has a big budget, let us please let us know. Yeah, let let us us do it because I already have like I already have the venue picked, and I already have one of the big stars, one of the big draws. Um, so it would be at the O'Connor Fieldhouse in Caldwell. Fuck yeah, dude! My dad saw Van Halen there. Hell yeah! Um, and one of the one of the big draws that we would get would be fucking super crazy and Chavo Guerrero. That's like, would, that's big. Yeah, I would I would lead into the lucha like kind of side of things, but yeah. then I would just book like all the Northwest guys who do like prestige shows. Yeah, and then maybe one indie name and call it fucking good. Yeah, yeah. The Boros that Twins. That sounds great. No, not them. Yeah, not them at all. Boros Twins on commentary, dude. Exactly. No, we'd have Brady on commentary. <laughs> and the Voros twins. Him sitting in the middle. <laughs> oh, of, no. of, Heater, of Heater, Brady of HeaterWrestling.com. HeaterWrestling.com. Um, next question from Emma. Uh, this is a themed series of questions, so get ready. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. What's the best Creed song? Oh, I got you. Um, fucking... Um... What's the one? Um, my, sacrifice? my sacrifice. Yeah, my sacrifice Hello, is good. My friend will meet again. What's the? Uh, it's been that... a while. Where should we begin? I mean, um, I. I know it's what? just got stopped, but Marlon's theme song. Marlon's will oh, soar yeah. is a masterpiece sure. of baseball music. Look, your natural instinct, of course, is going to want to pick something off human clay, something like yeah. a fucking arms higher. wide open, With something like a higher. Open. But what we need to do is gear our fucking eyes towards the more mature album, Weathered, uh, which, of course, has hold me now, six That's- feet from the edge, and I'm thinking. That one's pretty oh, good. Man. That's fun as hell, dude. I, I mean, love Creed. That was everybody, like a- everybody aside from Scott Stapp and Creed, the best song that they ever did was... Uh, uh, Metalingus, just because it's Edge's theme song, and that th- song fucking rocks. Dude, hell yeah, Metalingus. Wrestling. 
Also, uh, it's called Metalingus. Yeah, yeah, dude, we're a pro Creed podcast. <laughs> my, yeah. my, my sister graduated. We love Mark Tremonti. My sister graduated high school in the year 2000, and her class song was Higher by Creed. Tie. Which I, I was about to say. My, yeah, the, the little guitar fill from, from Higher is the best Creed song. <laughs> um, who does the best Creed impression? I think it's Matt. That, that seems obvious. I've had a lot of experience. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, you heard my and Matt's earlier, so that was like me trying not to overdo it, but like committing. Um, who is the ultimate Creed fan of the Wrestle Boys? I talk oh, about Creed the most, probably. I I did make my roommates listen to like a full Creed record while we were driving around one day. And okay, but I want here's how we're gonna determine this. Yes, it's who, not me. At at what stage? Because I like. I, when I first heard Creed, I genuinely was like, it was like the first time that I had heard, it was like. First time he jizzed. It was like the first time I heard the voice of fucking God, dude, when Scott Staff As you was come. Talking. No, like, I, I, I genuinely really liked that band for probably like 10 years. Oh. As like an, it's like elementary school into middle. So, so it's, like, it's I never a long I, time to like Creed. 10 years as I said 10 years and I was like that's not true but it was like it was definitely a few years where I've never ironically liked Creed I've always genuinely liked Creed until I moved away from it mm-hmm. so far you I'll say this man I had a I had a genuine and when Scott Stapp was like having that bad period of time where he was like making the releasing those videos from that holiday in and everyone kind of thought he was going to kill himself I was like genuinely upset I was like man I want this guy to get fucking I want this guy to get right yeah like, I think he got right though or I, the holiday in. Just trying to get right. I have never, right. I have never legitimately liked Creed. Um, for they, I win. They were Nickelback until Nickelback like took Nickelback's took Creed's place. Mm-hmm. Um, Look at I, this graph. In my later life, <laughs> maybe it's just because I think it's so silly, but I've grown to appreciate him. I legitimately like it. Mark Tremonti's a hell of a guitar player. He really is. They've got riffs. They've got riffs. And like, I love the song by Metallica, Enter Sandman. And Creed is just a couple separations. Scott Stab's voice is just a few steps away from from James Hetfield when he's doing Enter Sadman. So, you know, I appreciate Creed. Yeah, Creed cast, Creed cast. Um... But I, it's a, it's Matt because Matt's always, yeah, loved them. I um, liked that. It was the first band I heard that for had ten years. Ten, two to ten years, I would say. <laughs> it's definitely probably ten. There's probably a couple of years where you said you did it, but you still were like, yeah, probably. Yeah, Matt wins. I was definitely into Human Clay when that album came out. Like, I had, I had a burned copy of that CD in in my my CD my CD wallet. See, yeah. I was listening to POD then. I so was like, I. I was like, literally ask though who who takes the cake as far as an actually like good version of that would be POD because they were like an actually like pretty badass band. No, dude. like they're going on tour on satellite, and I was legitimately bummed that they're not coming here. Same, yeah. Like satellite was like I loved that record. It, I think I could fly, fly. I had satellite on my original Xbox, and like there were a ton of games back then on the original Xbox where you could like use 
like albums you'd burned to your oh, hard yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I would play Dave Mira's BMX and listen hell to Satellite. Yeah. Hell yeah. R.I.P. Dave Mira. I I used to yeah. fucking do the same shit. POD is the reason I listen to heavy music today. I, already, yeah, dude. I was I was like already getting into Metallica legitimately yeah. at the time, but yeah. it, it was same same time basically. POD yeah, might be one of like the Ramones and POD might be two of the most and NWA weirdly are like three of the most important bands in my life, and that's weird. But I will say, it's true. I mean, genuinely, 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 is the other one signs of hope. <laughs> no. I just had four of their shirts because they came every week. You had like 70 Ew. of their shirts. I know, legitimately had four. Had Fuck 10. work. I don't want to go. I want to be at a hardcore show, singing along, having fun. Wow. Blurg, look what Terrible you fucking lyrics. did. Look what you did, Blurg. Look what you gave us. Look what you brought us to. On this, the eve of our 200th episode. The eve yeah. of our 200th episode. This is our Travis yeah. Pastrana episode. He was number 199. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Ta- dude, T pastrami. Any any other thoughts on Creed? <laughs> uh, just you know, put some respect on the name. Yeah. Um. Uh, not Scott's Bryson. Um, taco or burrito? Burrito. I don't think. I don't think we. There we. There's no reason to choose. They each have their place in specific places. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I say burrito only because I'm a habitually messy eater and I like when something's mm. completely enclosed rather yeah. than open on both sides. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not, it's, it's, they're like two different foods for like two different occasions. Exactly. And also we're going to start getting into like the people like to smother their burrito. Yes. You want the handheld one, like just so you can be on the go. I Why mean, not both? Yeah, smother your burrito and then just put that sauce all up in your hand. Just pour yeah. the sauce straight in your hands first, and then it's not like a big deal that it's getting messy. I mean, yeah. tacos are just like they're just fucking great, though. I mean, it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna decide on this. It's really not an either or, but I I I tend to gravitate towards the one that's closed on both ends. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, worst dish people bring to barbecues slash potlucks. Potato salad. Oh, fucking potlucks. Okay. Um, I have a lot of things to say on these because um, I hate a lot of food. Um, <laughs> no, but um, I fucking hate when um, white people enchiladas. That's yeah. the fucking worst mm. shit. Yeah. There's like fucking mm. cream of fucking chicken soup or cream of mushroom soup. And it's like white and weird and there's flour tortillas and it's shitty and unseasoned chicken. That's something I, if you bring that. I am more thankful for than anything is that both of my parents like are respectful white people cooks like they they don't like just learn like they learn to make like enchiladas like from like actual mexican cooking not like some like white person cookbook it's like, such a it, it, i'm really some fucking peas in that shit i'm fucking Ooh, swinging like, on site no no like <laughs> it, I, it, my mom makes a better like green chili like chili verde than like i i've ever had like because she like oh, learned yeah. The right way to do it. So hell yeah, dude. Because yeah. that's a big swing, dude. You're going to a pot cut, a pot, a pot cut. I, I seriously <laughs> fucking popped out of my mouth. I what a Freudian that. slip, huh? Dude, yeah, right. Dude, when you go to a pot cut and everyone bangs your significant other while you eat, while you're high. They, okay, yeah. no, this is a great <laughs> idea. Everyone has to bring a dish that then you eat while you watch all of them fuck your significant and bang your spouse dude oh and so like you no you have to eat somebody else's dish so you bring a dish for somebody else and whoever chooses your dish 
like that like that like person, oh i'm gonna have you, some of the potato salad and then it's like okay then i guess i'm banging your husband tonight yeah, exactly it, that's what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's you. good too those are like inverses of each so other weird. one is like you're 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 getting to go bang someone else's spouse like in in like return for getting to eat their delicious food item like or yeah exactly delicious food item. the other one is you're paying the person through your food to bang their spouse. Like you're bringing something, you're bringing them an offering. Oh, right. Like the, 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 the bar of entry is like, you got to bring something people will snack on or else no one can bang your spouse. Because one person, one person gets to eat all the delicious food. And I mean, the, like, well, there's always the one person who also brings like the Albertson's chicken. <laughs> that's the thing, dude. But if you're okay now to, now to, uh, to, but is that always crucial? Yes. Now, and I'm, I'm sorry to change the question, but what are you going to answer the question? What are you not bringing to a pot cuck, dude? Because what I don't want anything that's going to get my saucy significant on my, other. I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything that's going to get saucy on my hands. Yeah, I might just choose not to go. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Buka- the bukkake ramen. <laughs> bukkake udon. Yeah, because it's just a. Uh, I mean, if you're going to have bukkake, might as well have it twice, right? Might as well. Might as well. I hope that answers your question, Bryson. Um, I would say that ambrosia salad. Oh, that's also the fucking bad. the fucking jello marshmallow fruit shit. Mm, except I've no, I don't know. Most of the potlucks I went to were like church related, which I think most people probably have that thing. So like, none of the food's good, dude. It's like I don't like deviled eggs. I don't like potato salad personally. Ooh, I make a like, deviled. I make a deviled but, egg disappear. Those are my favorite like, foods. Like a magician. No, but, but it's like I understand them, so it's like yeah. you can still bring them. Other people enjoy them, but when you start bringing in some weird ass fucking casseroles, and you don't know what's in it, and there's like fucking shitty fucking like ham cubes in it, I'm like, green bean casserole at a potluck is so sketchy because like I've had good green bean casseroles, but they're rare, and every single green bean casserole is significantly different than every other one, mm-hmm. like. I, I I didn't know that a lot of most a lot of green bean casseroles use um uh um god why can't I think of much like mushroom cream of mushroom oh soup. cream of mushroom stuff yeah and yeah. I I'm like I get sick if, from eating mushrooms mm-hmm. but I never knew that my parents had like substituted something else for cream of mushroom my whole life to oh. avoid that for me so the oh. first like I had it at a potluck and it was like w- like what the fuck is this like just makes me want to puke yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna bounce off that question again. Um, what is your go-to uh, dish when you bring something to a potluck? I'm I'm a uh, I, I grab the chips. I'm a chips or soda guy usually. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people sleep on the drinks, so I usually will opt to be a beverage person because I think it's just such a big swing to like. I hear that I don't want to put in enough effort to cook enough food to bring for everybody, but mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm not the guy who's gonna bring a bunch of albertson's potato salad like i'm not that guy either so just like i'll bring the drinks i i used to make a spinach strawberry walnut salad with a raspberry vinaigrette um with some feta sometimes some prosciutto or some bacon Mm, pretty tasty Um, salad there giant bowl of that um a lot of times i'm the dish person unless it's like a work potluck where we have all that there yeah bring your shitty pretzel dip oh i i bring pretzel dip to fun gatherings i don't take that to work 
I also never want to go to a work potluck again. So, and I don't think I'll have to. So I don't think so. I don't think I, yeah, I've met like one of my coworkers face to face. It's actually badass. Cool. All right. Okay. <laughs> and I, I didn't know if everyone answered. Um, <laughs> I don't know Bryce, if I did, but I, so I used to be a drink person, but I always drink, like I drink diet soda because no sugar and I'm type one diabetic. So. Uh, but not everyone's into that. And so I'd like, and I also, but always want to drink a million sodas because that's who I am. So I'm like, I just realized I should bring my own drinks. And now I, I'm very lazy. I'm usually like chips or the Albertsons potato salad. Like, or, yeah. or, or the one that brings like the cutlery and cups and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That See, always, that's, that's important. That's, that was the most important. Nobody ever brings it, but, and, but then like when somebody does like, Oh, that's all you brought. Like, Come on. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I usually supplement it with some food too. That's the thing with a potluck, isn't it? And again, I'm thinking church-wise, it's just an opportunity for your for your community members to judge you. So that's why it's like, yeah, I brought you a fucking cup to drink out of, you fucking loser. Well, if your church if your church church doesn't have those already, you gotta find a new church. Yeah, I don't um, go to potlucks, dude. Speaking as someone who works in the back end logistics side of uh, having cups and stuff available at a church. You make sure that that shit's available. Uh, yeah, I like how if we're That's out, I, I'm the one going up in the at, the attic crawl space to get out a new box. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope the Faith Lutheran Church in Caldwell, Idaho, fucking takes note. I know you listen. <laughs> um, and Bryson's last question is, why am I so ugly? And I just want to say, Bryson, that's a very rude way to talk about someone that I care about, and we don't and, know. And <laughs> you and need Bryson, to. Practice- there's no such thing. There's no such thing as an ugly creamer. Yeah. <laughs> No such thing. Um, yeah, no, no such thing as an ugly cream pie, as Oster would say. As, as Oster would say, not, a, yeah. not the rest of us. I stand by that. I would say that. Um, Every cream pie is beautiful in its own way. You need to practice some self love. Um, and that doesn't mean just jerking it. And no. I, it, means podcast, lighting a ca- it means lighting a candle and I've been, it. I've been, I've <laughs> been, I've been re listening to um, it's the nerdiest possible podcast that I absolutely love, James Bonding. Um, which is a podcast about the James Bond movies, but the one of the hosts of that, Matt Gorley, who's a hilarious podcaster and comedian, uh, and used to be the face of Volkswagen on their commercials, um, uh, talks about the importance of self romance, not just self love. Like taking yourself <laughs> on it. They were asking if you were in Venice and you were like had time to kill. Would you take yourself on a on a gondola ride? Oh man, no, because that takes away from all the time you could be jacking it. <laughs> I'm not trying to wine and dine myself. I'm just trying to I'm I'm, I'm going to self romance. <laughs> but also Bryson, I just want to say as atmosphere would say, uh God loves ugly. So you're yeah, still loved. I mean, truly and I and I think, you know, and I don't know What a know, fucking random atmosphere reference. Yeah. And you know, and and not to not, not to get, you know, I the people just say and I truly mean it though. Fucking gorgeous. Bryson anyone and i don't mean and i don't just mean this as one of those fucking like um one of those things that people just say to idly say it anybody who listens to this podcast who is anyone whose ears this is reaching right now you are a stunning fucking smoke show and you need to tell yourself that in the morning yes yeah love yourself fucker yeah 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 piece of shit love yourself you sexy sexy piece of shit how dare you be out there killing it like that and then not believing that about yourself yeah, love yourself, you fucking piece of fuck. Yeah. Love yourself, you ugly fuck. 
<laughs> you beautiful, ugly piece of shit. Yeah, and then also you go to a pot fat. Duck. You skinny fat you dumpster skinny fire. Fat dumpster fire. <laughs> Love yourself. Yeah, and go to a pot cuck. Yeah. Yes. Don't uh, bring anything that's going to get all over your hands. I feel like this is the soft launch of all the gimmick, like the gimmicks and inside jokes we're going to have for the next hundred episodes. Like yeah. this 200 is deep, like hundred to go the backdoor pilot to all the, like the inside jokes. <laughs> yeah, we, we said a lot of things on the, on this episode. <laughs> and the yes. backdoor pilot is uh, also Ooh, another one. Backdoor yeah. pilots, my new fucking uh, album. Backdoor <laughs> pilot sounds like a really bad sex position. <laughs> Coming in for landing. <laughs> I'm coming for landing. <laughs> but your partner has to have those little orange cones to kind of wave you in. <laughs> wom, wom. Well, and with that, and, cream, cream and then you wear the wings that you get uh, to be the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're coming in for a layover. <laughs> uh oh, emergency stop. <laughs> out of fuel, out of fuel, out of fuel. So, on you know Anya does work for an airline. I'll ask her if she can like ask a pilot about it. <laughs> yeah, let's not risk Anya's job, but please, if no, we can just this like out. get us in touch with a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe even just somebody that works at the pilot gas stations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody. I mean, Anya is part of the same same union as pilots. So, dude, hell yeah, Tight. hell yeah, fucking hell yeah, unions. <laughs> yeah, shout out unions. Shout out Bruce Springsteen. Shout uh, out, dude. Yes, absolutely. Shout out shout Barack out, Obama. Shout out, shout out our, 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 uh, our new album, Backdoor Pilot. Yeah. Backdoor Pilot, the Wrestle Boy uh, experience. Yeah. yeah. And uh, with that, Cream Puffs, we're going we're gonna to go. Uh, go change your jorts, you. Go change your jorts, you creamers. Yeah. We know you jizzed in your pants listening. So. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's it. Thanks for Come listening. Talk, bye. <laughs> uh, and Russell Boys 316 says, I don't have friends. I have family. Check out the Yoshida EP. <laughs> oh.